up, my people? I'm Chris. I'm your host, and you're listening to Network Nation, the politically incorrect podcast where I discuss personal and professional growth so that you don't head to the grave with regret. What's up, Network Nation? How we doing? How we doing? Hope you guys are all out there crushing shit, just freaking kicking ass and taking names. Or is it taking names and kicking ass? I don't know, but you get it. I'll tell you what, though. I have been putting out a lot of motherfucking fires. But what I've come to realize is if you're, <laughs> if you're pushing yourself with whatever you're doing, you're going to be putting out fires regularly. You know, it's, it, it really kind of holds true in anything that you're doing. If you're pushing yourself in the gym, you're going to be sore. You might even be facing some injuries. If you're pushing yourself at work, you're going to be running into more problems because you're in territories of unknown and you're growing. And I've just come to realize like, you know, I've been pretty stressed out over the last, I'd say really month. And I just keep telling myself, I'm like, dude, this is, this is what it takes. This is why most people aren't elevating their game. Why most people aren't growing because yeah, there's obviously good in growth, right? You obtain new levels of success, new levels of knowledge, new connections, new relationships, but it also comes with a lot of motherfucking grit and dirt and just muddy ass water. Working when you don't want to, having conversations you don't necessarily want to have, you know, taking L's, like it's it's just part of the game. And so while I hope that you guys are out there crushing shit, uh, hopefully you guys are going through, you know, a, a hard time, honestly, in a good way though, in a productive way, in a way that's challenging you, you know, not in this redundant, you know, insanity, doing the same shit, expecting different kind of results type of way, you know? And um, this is actually a good segue into what I want to talk about today. Because as you guys saw on the uh, the title of the podcast, you know, if you can not be afraid to lose it, you're going to have a much, much easier time earning it. And that means financially, physically, emotionally, spiritually, everything. And you know, the one thing that like, when I look back on just a lot of shit in my life and growing up as a kid, I had a lot of uncertainty, you know, I have an adrenaline tick. I've just realized like, I'm not as afraid of quote unquote, the other side as I, as I thought. And this really came about, this really, really, really started to like kind of, you know, circle in my mind when I got into my motorcycle accident, you know, I hit an SUV, I pulled out in front of me and I was doing highway speeds out on this like desert kind of country road, if you will. And, um, I just smacked this SUV. And if you guys haven't heard about my accident, um, go back and listen to my podcast where I talk about it. Wait, I'm almost positive. I did an episode on it and I'm getting mixed up here. <laughs> um, but, um, so yeah, I got in my accident in 2015 and, you know, I was in the hospital for two weeks and within that two weeks, the first essentially week I was in ICU, I think it was technically like four or five days. And I was looking at motorcycles that second week when I was actually up, you know, upstairs in just a standard room 
uh, I was looking at motorcycles again. And that's when I kind of realized, and by the way, guys, I, I actually did not do an episode on my motorcycle accident. I was getting confused. Um, I talk about leaving my career and I talk about my childhood and growing up, but I do want to do uh, more of an in-depth episode on my motorcycle accident because it was without a doubt, one of the most impactful life, life-changing experiences outside of having my daughter um, that I've ever had, hands down. It was one of the best things that's ever happened to me, hands down. And so anyways, I'll dive deeper in a different episode, but I realized when I was looking at motorcycles, when I was in the hospital and I'm all mangled and I've got literally a bar, two bars coming out of my pelvis, like out into the open, it was literally keeping my, my broken pelvis together um, until I could at least get back in and have surgery and get a plate put in, which ended up being like, you know, towards the end of that second week, or I'm sorry, towards the end of that first week. Uh, but I have the, you know, this bars coming out of my pelvis and I have, um, plates in my left arm and I can't bend my elbow cause that's broken. And, uh, my right w- wrist was fractured, which I actually didn't even know at the time. So I was using my right wrist to pull myself up and lift myself up out of bed when I could finally sit up towards the edge of the bed. And, you know, I had to take a few days to kind of learn how to walk again, which is crazy, but I had all this shit wrong with me and I'm still looking at motorcycles and I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And what I come to realize is I was like, look, it it was just a freak thing. You know, every day that we get into a vehicle, we run the risk of getting into an accident. People are killed on motorcycles. People are killed in cars. People are killed on airplanes. And obviously the risk is greater or less depending on the situation, but it's ultimately still a risk and it's still ultimately a freak thing. You know, I assessed that accident and what had happened and I saw where The driver wasn't paying attention, but I was also going a little bit faster than I should have been. I also see how I come out from behind a van. Um, You know, there were some things that I just, I could have done differently. And, you know, I've also like to this day, when I ride my motorcycle, I try to just stick to pure mountain and track. That's it. Because the risk is just so much less. But with that said, you know, I look at my motorcycle accident and getting back on a bike as soon as I possibly could have, which when I got the clearance to go ride again, which was about nine months later, uh, I had a brand new bike. I went out and bought a new um, R1 with my insurance check from when I owned my Ducati and I had a bike again and it was bliss. It was pure bliss. There was a little bit of nerves for sure. I mean, going through an intersection, uh, I actually, one of the first things I did when I got my bike is I drove through the exact intersection that I got into my accident. And it was just something that I wanted to do to kind of conquer that. And I ultimately just realized, I'm like, look, I am not afraid to lose something in order to experience the edge or the gain that comes from that. And not everybody is going to be as risky. Some people are going to be more risk adverse, but here's what I'm trying to tell you guys. If you can come to terms with losing it, what you will experience on the other side is, in my mind, indescribable. And one of my favorite quotes is, everything you've ever wanted is sitting on the other side of fear. Another kind of more relatable example, because I know all of you listening to this, a lot of you guys don't ride motorcycles and shit like that. So a more relatable example is when I left my W-2. You know, I'd made $242,000 a year before. And I was on pace to make over that the year that I left my, my job or my career. And ultimately, 
because of everything that I'd been through with my motorcycle accident and just going through like, you know, self-reflection and growth and all that years prior to leaving my career, I wasn't afraid to lose that money because I wanted to know what it would be like to run my own show, build my own company, make my own money. And honestly, at the end of the day, I thought to myself, I'm like, I can make way more money being an entrepreneur than what I'm making now. And so I wasn't afraid to lose that income knowing what I was going to gain from it. The freedom, the financial freedom, the time freedom, not reporting to anybody. And, you know, just like going out and getting a motorcycle, which to this day, I have a, you know, I own a 2022 Ducati Panigale V4S. It's a stupid fast motorcycle and it provides just pure bliss for me. I'm so happy and it's like calm and serenity on that bike. You know, when I'm, when, when I'm hitting a corner, damn near dragging knee or dragging knee, there's just this relaxed kind of feeling that I have. It's crazy. Like it's really crazy. And same thing with my career. Like when I left my career and started my, uh, my company, the freedom that I felt was just in fucking describable. Even right away when I wasn't making a lot of money, hardly at all. And I had, you know, you guys, at one point I had a negative balance in my personal checking account and I had over 30 grand in credit card debt because I had bought all my materials on credit cards. Like that is a position that I was in. And was it stressful? Yeah, it was stressful. I was supporting a family. But ultimately I knew that it was temporary. I knew that those houses would sell. You know, I trusted the process. I knew I'd make more money. And ultimately by doing this, by coming to terms with a quote unquote loss, you know, my income, a good job, company car stability, understanding the gain that I would get from it, it did something that quite frankly makes sense in hindsight, but was kind of shocking to me. And what this did and what I'm referring to is it really helped me come to terms with the fact that I'm okay with loss. I'm okay with giving something up. I'm okay with losing something. And because I'm okay with that, and I've come to terms with that, I don't need to focus on it. I don't need to focus on my fears and what I'm going to lose. I want to focus on what the fuck I'm going to gain in abundance. You know, even within starting my company, I mean, there was a project that I was underwater by $17,000, just 12 months into building my company. Not even, I think it was like 10 months in. And at that time, like paying out 17 grand, you know, that was a pretty penny. And I was paying an investor, not only their, their initial capital, but also their return on their investment. And I was paying a guy who's worth a stupid amount of money. Like wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be a penny, this, the 17 grand, but it was the right thing to do but it was still nerve wracking for me because I didn't have hundreds of thousands of dollars in my bank account or millions of dollars. Like it was nerve wracking. But again, I paid it. I chucked up my loss and I stayed focused on abundance. I stayed focused on the next opportunity. And as a matter of fact, you guys, I've had a couple of bad projects, but that's what comes with the growth. You know, for me doing over 20 house flips in the last what, 22 months, 10 to 15 wholesale deals, and then doing a $20 million project, you know, I'm taking on a lot. Not everything is going to be perfect. 
some shit is going to just not pan out the way that it should. Now, I do everything I can to, to hedge my risk, run my numbers, have the right team in place, but things happen. You know, people move on to new roles, markets shift, things happen. I'm okay with my losses because I understand that gain comes with losses. I'm not going to win fucking big without losing too. And as a matter of fact, you might lose big. But if you can just come to terms with the fact that like, look, loss is loss. You can bounce back from it, especially when it comes to money. You know, I treat everybody's money that I put to work like my grandma's. I, I truly do. That's why I paid back this investor the 17 grand. But at the same time, like, is it going to kill me? Is it going to separate me from my daughter? Is it going to cause me to have type two diabetes or terminal cancer? No, it's not. I can still breathe the air, eat my food, drink my water, sleep in my comfortable bed, provide for my daughter, have a roof over my head. Like these basics are things that I truly focus on. Because I mean, when I hear about the story of people, you know, when, when uh, 08 happened and people are fucking jumping out of buildings because they're, they're committing suicide over a financial crisis, like, dude, that's mind blowing to me. That's because people put money and fear and worry on such a pedestal that it literally consumes them and causes them their life. And that's crazy to me. It's okay to be stressed out about your losses. It's okay to focus on your losses, to understand how you need to shift and be better and do better. It's okay to be stressed out. Don't think I wasn't stressed out paying that 17 G's back. Don't think I'm not stressed out during this development deal. I get very stressed out at times. I notice my skin will kind of break out. I'll get a little rash. And I, I truly believe that that's from stress. I'll notice sometimes I'm not eating as much or as well as I could. Like, guys, I don't navigate this shit perfectly, but I don't allow the loss to prevent me from moving forward. And I don't allow the loss, the majority of the time, to prevent me from focusing on abundance. I know that big wins are going to come with big L's. But if I continue to grow, if I continue to learn, if I continue to work hard, and if I continue to surround myself with the right people, I don't really have anything to worry about. And I think one of the most important lessons that I've learned from leaving my career and buying another motorcycle is that I've really just come to terms with L's and I appreciate them. And as a matter of fact, if I'm not experiencing them, experiencing them, I ask myself, am I, am I really growing at the rate that I want to be growing? Am I really playing as big as I should be playing? Because if I'm not losing, I don't really think so. And I tell you what, man, like coming to terms with these L's and knowing that they're just always going to be there and then focusing and shifting my mindset to abundance and success and wins, it's just been an absolute game changer. Because when shit hits the fan, when I take an L, when it's hard, I know that I still need to stay consistent and I'll do everything I can to stay consistent. I'll still have daddy daughter time. I'll still go to the gym. I'll still meal prep and prioritize my health. I'll still make sure I'm getting adequate sleep. I'll still make sure I'm looking for the next opportunity. I'll, I'll still make sure that I'm networking and talking to the right people, trying to provide value where I can, trying to soak up value where I can. 
And guys, that's what gets you out of those ruts. That's what makes the L's okay. When you take an L and you fucking sit in it too long or you let it deter you and you, it, you get knocked off course, that's where the whole domino effect comes in. That's where you start getting lazy. You let off the gas. You get defensive. You get reactive. That's not the way, guys. But I can tell you this, that by taking L's and being okay with them and then shifting your focus to the abundant side of things and letting that, be, that side be the domino effect, that's where you're going to experience the wins. And even with your mindset, you know, obviously like doing the right things, I mentioned the domino effect of your health and you know, your spiritual health, your financial health, spending time with your family, your friends, all that, like all of that plays into the abundance and this whole domino effect, but it also helps with your mindset. You know, how you process L's and how quickly you focus and shift to the abundance side of things, that becomes a domino effect as well. Like my L's that I'm taking now versus two years ago when I first started my business, I process those completely differently from not only a time perspective, but from a weight perspective, how much they actually impact me. And I always make sure that I feel my L's. I always make sure that I beat myself up mentally and shit, even physically in the gym, but especially mentally to learn my lesson. That's important. But even that becomes better. It becomes more constructive. It's more efficient. Cool. All right. I get my lesson. I feel it. It sucks. It's shitty. What's the solution? Cool. All right. That's what we're going to do. Cool. Back to abundance. Let's focus on this shit. Let's get it done. So just remember, you guys, if you can come to terms with your losses, it is so much easier to think abundantly. So listen, go out there, take some L's, process those L's, Know that it's a good thing you're taking those L's as long as it's not repetitive. Don't make the same mistake over and over and over. And just know that it's a good thing. Because like I said earlier, one of my favorite quotes, always remember, everything you've ever wanted is sitting on the other side of fear. Fear.